0: Life happens to those who show up, and I'm glad you showed up with us today. I'm your host, Daniel Robert Sanchez, and welcome back to MindFlow, a show to help you find your flow. With short, to-the-point concepts to help you tackle daily life challenges faster than it takes you to drive to your local pizza place and make it back home just in time for kickoff. Hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode, and join the show's Facebook group called Mindset Mecca for Daily Motivation and Transformation. Can you remember a time when you were younger and a teacher or a parent or a coach or even a family member saw you doing something and they tried to share their wisdom with you about what you should be doing instead? Think about that for a second. Now think about how fast it took you to dismiss what they had to say. And since we're in this moment of reflection, Here's a good question too. If you knew now what you didn't know then, would you have listened? I know I would, and here's why. Because for whatever reason, someone who cared about me out of good faith was trying to teach me something that it may have taken them 10 or maybe 20 years to learn, but I didn't listen. And afterwards, 10 or 20 years later, it clicked. Ah, now I get it. That's what they were talking about. They were sharing their knowledge and their wisdom with me, so I wouldn't make the same mistakes they did. And for whatever the reason, whatever it was, whether it was because I was too young or because I had the emotional intelligence of an iguana, or maybe I was just too naive or too egotistical or shallow or too close-minded, whatever it was, I didn't listen and I didn't learn when it mattered most. So who's with me? Who can relate to that? If you've ever had this happen to you, do me a favor and raise your hand because we've all been smacked in the face with some type of aha moment in our lives, which is why today I'm extremely excited to share with you some concepts of wisdom. And to keep this episode short and snackable, I'm gonna break it into two sections. Section one is about three questions to ask yourself if you wanna measure your level of wisdom. And section two is about five character traits that are considered strengths in terms of wisdom. So without further ado, let's go. Section one. Okay, in section one, we're gonna learn about how you can measure your degree of wisdom by asking three impactful questions. And I can't wait to drill down on these But first, I want to start by asking you this. How is the word wisdom defined in your mind? I ask because all throughout history, wisdom has been interpreted so many different ways. So it's not easy. In fact, it's difficult from a psychological point of view to give you just one hard line in the sand, this is exactly what it means definition. You know this. Depending on who you ask, some people will tell you that wisdom comes with age. Others might say that wisdom comes with hardships, or challenges, or traumatic life experiences. And then there are those who like to argue wisdom intellectually, like researchers, professors, and psychologists, who are still arguing and are still in disagreement about what it truly means to be wise. There was an article I was reading the other day on PositivePsychology.com, written by Corey Miller. And it says that no matter who disagrees with what wisdom is, there are two things that everyone agrees with. And here they are. Number one, wisdom isn't the result of aging. And number two, having high IQ scores doesn't guarantee higher degrees of wisdom. Which raises the question... If you are interested, how can you measure or evaluate how wise you or someone else actually is? And since it's different for everyone, here are three questions that everyone can wrap their minds around. And here's the first question. How do you navigate through life's plot twists and challenges, and what are your strategies to help you when those times occur? And the second question is, how much do you know about social norms, human nature, and emotional intelligence? And my third question, how are family, education, spirituality, health, and your career all interconnected in your life? Honestly, if you make time and take your time to answer these, you're going to find out a lot about your personal character, your core values and beliefs, and your perspective, the perspective that you have when you walk out into the world each morning. And if you feel like writing these down could be a little bit awkward, no sweat, no sweat, Try this, reach out to someone you know who would participate in having an open, honest discussion about these three questions. And here's the kicker here. Here's the key to who you ask. You have to ask someone who'll do two things. Number one, openly participate with you. And number two, they have to add value to these questions in your conversation. Don't just ask somebody out of convenience, but do some work and reach out to someone who you think will care about this topic, and if they don't care, no sweat, don't take it personally, but don't quit. Don't quit seeking and trying to find someone to have this conversation with. Just hear them out, hear what they have to say, whether it's good or bad, and then move on to the next person, who you think might care about having this conversation. Just try it. Okay, and now that the neurons in your brain are warmed up, and they're firing and wiring, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about five strengths of having wisdom. Welcome back, and now that we're back, we're gonna cover five character strengths of wisdom, but first, did you know happiness is a choice? And I'm happy you decided to tune in for today's show about the concepts of wisdom. Section two. And section two is about the five character strengths of wisdom, but what are they? Well, the five strengths that I want to talk to you about today are from a book that I've been reading called Character Strengths and Virtues, a Handbook and Classification, written by Christopher Peterson and Martin E.P. Seligman. And in the book, these guys define wisdom as this, quote, knowledge that is hard fought for and then used for good, end quote. And beneath the umbrella of wisdom, they talk about these five character traits as strengths that exist inside of everyone. And now let's stop beating around the bush and let's get to it. The first of wisdom strengths is creativity. And when it comes to creativity, there are two types. The first type of creativity is called little C, which means this level of creativity impacts people on a small scale, like in simple daily routines or solving common everyday problems. And the second is referred to as big C. And you can probably guess the type of impact that Big C has on the world. Big C, creatively, is transformative, and it puts its stamp in the history books. But they're both good to have, and if they're used properly, in the right way, they can both be equally as powerful. And I want you to remember this, too. You're never too young or too old to be creative. But to be creative or remain creative You have to be aware of your environment because your environment plays a huge part in the picture. So make sure to put yourself in the right places with the right people who are open-minded and supportive and they embrace creativity. So let's move on to the next one. Wisdom's second strength is curiosity. And it's defined as a trait for feeding your interests or taking an interest in something or some type of experience for the sake of exploration or finding out fascinating new things in life. And like most of all of the other strengths, there isn't a one-size-fits-all explanation about curiosity. But what most research agrees with is that curiosity correlates with hope, with different perspectives and the love of learning and The love of trying different things and tasting different flavors. And wisdom's third character strength is judgment. And even though the word judgment sounds negative, in fact, it's kind of the opposite. Judgment in this context is related to being open-minded and being able to think critically and to have the ability to think things through without jumping to any conclusions, which is phenomenal, but it isn't easy. And let me explain why it isn't so easy. It's because you have to be highly aware of your personal biases, your beliefs, and your ego to make sure they don't cloud your ability to think clearly and to think fairly when you're faced with assessing difficult situations and making difficult decisions. Okay, and wisdom's fourth character strength, which is probably my favorite, is the love of learning. And if you were to ask Tony Robbins about this character strength, he'd probably tell you that learning is the key to growing and to being happy. And he'd say it like this, quote, If you're not growing, you're dying. End quote. Which sounds harsh, but it's kind of true. And if I wanted to make it sound less harsh, maybe I'd reframe it like this, quote, If you're not growing, you're becoming miserable. End quote. Think about that. Really, think about it. How many people do you know who plateaued in life for whatever reason? They may have gotten their certificate they needed for a job that they wanted, or a bachelor's degree, or a master's degree. Or they could have hit a certain level of achievement in life or at work, and from that point, then they started plateauing. How many people can you think of? One? Two? Five? Twenty? Everyone you know? And here's another scenario I'd like you to think about. And I want you to picture in your mind who you know that relates to this. Think about someone who's been at a job for, let's just say, 5, maybe 10 years, and they're still doing the same job they started maybe 5 or 10 years ago. And they have a degree. Could be a bachelor's degree or maybe a master's degree. But they got it 10 or 15 years ago. And on top of that, when promotion time comes around, for whatever reason, they get overlooked despite having a degree and maybe 5 to 10 years of experience. And after having so many attempts, after so many years of applying for new positions and not being able to level up, how do you think they feel? Not happy? Betrayed? Maybe miserable? Why is that? Well, it's not because they don't have an education or work experience. We know that but I'd be willing to bet 25 cents in an envelope. Somewhere along the line, they stopped learning once they got the job or once they graduated. And look, the world is changing. And technology is changing at such a rapid pace, a degree from 10 or 15 years ago won't serve you as well as mastering the new skills it takes to be effective and productive in the current position you're in. And guess what? I'm not going to be that guy that sits here and tells you that getting a degree is a waste of time. Because it isn't. I don't believe that at all. But what I will tell you, and what I do believe in, is that learning is a lifelong practice. And I've seen a lot of extremely intelligent people with degrees plateau in life because they stopped learning once they got that piece of paper. And on the flip side, in fact, some of the most successful people that I know don't even have formal education. What they do have is the ability to adapt, to change, and to compete if they have to. And full disclaimer here, I'm still working on my bachelor's degree in business at the University of Incarnate Word. And I'm almost there. I'm just 10 classes away from walking the stage. And do I need it? I don't know. Maybe. But the two reasons why I want my degree far exceed what I believe my degree would help me get in the workplace. So here they are. My first why is because there aren't many people in my family with bachelor's degrees, and I want to contribute to breaking that pattern in our family. And my second why, I want to hang my degree on the wall right next to my wife's degree to show our children that education is important in our family to give them some guidance and some structure as they grow up with the hope that one day we can add all of their degrees right next to ours. And I'm not saying they have to get degrees, but that's my hope and that's my vision, and I would love that. And whatever they do or whatever they don't do, this is what they will learn no matter what. They're going to learn that learning isn't a diet, meaning once you hit your goal to fit in your bathing suit or to look great in those wedding photos, or to surprise everyone when you go to your high school reunion. And afterwards, you stop dieting because you hit your goal. Nope, absolutely not. Even if you get your degree, you have to continue learning and growing. Because the more you learn, the more you'll grow, and the more you'll enjoy living. And last but not least, wisdom's last strength, number five, perspective. And to have perspective means that you have the ability to detach yourself from the ground level so that you can see things from a satellite view by having a what's-the-big-picture mentality. And really fast at a rapid-fire, here are five types of experience that help shape a person's perspective as a strength. Number one, the development of skill sets needed for growing throughout your career. Number two, the ability to adjust and adapt to change. Number three, letting go of regret and coming to terms with any miscalculated life choices. Number four, overcoming major life challenges, career-wise or relationship-wise. And number five, fighting through life's challenges, setbacks, and obstacles. Okay, those are the five strengths of wisdom that I wanted to share with you today. And as a takeaway message from this show, I challenge you to look at all five of these strengths and list them in order from one to five. One being the one you relate to the most and five being the one you struggle with the most. Just go for it and try it and know that just by doing this one step alone automatically puts you one step closer to becoming the most mentally tough and wisest version of yourself. And that's it for today. So that's a wrap. And do me a favor. When you've got a few extra minutes to spare, rewind this episode and answer the questions from section one. And then later on, follow through with the challenge that I challenged you with from section two. And if you like the flavor of today's show about wisdom, you can wash it down with these two related episodes. Episode 29, The Power of Purpose. And episode 27, The Philosophy of Opportunity. So check them out. Share them with someone you love or care about. And keep learning to find your flow. Hey.